This podcast is brought to you by Reach Innovations. For more info, go to reachinnovations.com. Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply what we learn to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. Two, three, four, five, six. Give me an E. I I wasn't so successful keeping my sleeves out of things. Wow. And, And my middle. That's a lot. It's bagel. What happened? I made bagels. <laughs> he ran into oh, it. Oh, he's like Couldn't straight stop. up. He's straight up biting. Oh, Becca. Oh, Becca. Oh, Becca. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> Yeah. If you ever see Freddy, no, sit. Don't run. Don't run. <laughs> play, play like you're a piece of popcorn. If Freddy, you ever see Freddy, sit down. Sit. Fredrickson. See it. Sit. See it. Good boy. Boy. Okay. Stay. <gasps> we are ready. Topic. <laughs> Topic. Well, how are we all doing? <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're good. We are great at this time in history. We are making history right now. Yeah, literally. Maybe I should leave and come back later, and and maybe we'll have a topic by the time I come back. You know, probably. <laughs> no, <laughs> we always have a topic. <clears throat> no, I, Jesus. I was just asking that because I mean it's like every day is something new, so that's why. But I feel like that's also the most commonly asked question today is, how are you? How are you doing? <laughs> is everything okay? How are you holding up? Yeah. That's that the one. question. That one. I'm like, how are you holding up? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, something that I was, I was thinking and kind of had this on, on my heart for just while we were in soak and everything is, uh, and this has been kind of burning. So on, what is soak? Well, there's there yeah, might be somebody listening. listening. Don't, don't know. <laughs> so soak is our um, soak is our Monday nights um, time where we just from six thirty to eight, and that's just like a open time. Typically, it tends to end around that, but it's we just kind of set that time just to have some time. Um, but we just set that time to be intentional with the Lord and to just enter into His. Uh, presence just to love on him just to the only um, agenda is jesus just to be at his feet just Mm -hmm. to touch his heart um because what really moves his heart is uh when his when his children just come to love on him so um so that's soak um (laughs) okay and just during soak i was just kind of getting um just the urgency of basically what what the church looks like and we just passed probably every sunday is important but this is easter that just passed easter was yesterday and pretty monument pretty momentous occasion uh because this is probably the first time uh in history that p 
people have not been able to actually physically gather on Easter and everything. And I'm just curious to know, mainly from each each one of you, um, what do you think the church is going to look like after this is all said and done? And what are things that like God has begun to just put on the inside of your spirits, preparing you for when everything else opens up? Because we know things are not going to be the same ever again. We know things are not going to look the same, feel the same. But I'm curious from each and every one of you, because I know that we've all been logging quite a bit of time in the secret place, just spending time with him because we've had so much time, which is amazing. Um, But I'm just interested to know what exactly the Lord has spoken to each and every one of you regarding not going back to what was, but instead launching forward into what he's doing that's brand new. So I think it's going to have to be intentional and on purpose to Mm. not go back to our former way of 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 life and it's the same way with the with a brand new believer um the word says paul tells us not to go back to our former ways Mm -hmm. but how do you do that you renew your mind by the washing of the water the word you get in the word and so it's disciplines yeah Yeah. and so disciplines that that were that were strengthening during this season during this time yeah we have to be resolute in that mm-hmm. and say, I'm never going back to lackadaisical c- comfort, easy, if I feel like it, oh, you know, word. I'll go. But that... It's an that, old word. That we need like to... Lackadaisical? <sighs> lackadaisical. Um, <coughs> the easiest thing to do is nothing. Ooh. Mm. And Ooh. I don't want to go back to that. And people may, may look, look at me and go, you were never lazy. What? Well, I in my own self know when I'm taking the easy way, yeah. when I'm comfortable, when the fire is dimming or the coals aren't, aren't, aren't ablaze. But my desire is to be intentional every day and to make them count. Mm. And when we do gather again as, a, as believers in, in one place, that unity and agreement is the number one Mm-hmm. Um, focus on Jesus. Yeah. That it's not about what I think. It's not about what you think. It's not about what you th- it's 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 all about Jesus. And what we think has nothing to do with anything. It's what does the Word of God say? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't want to go back. Yeah. I want to. I want to be different mm-hmm. in my own self. Mm-hmm. Want to be different. I want to be a better version of who God made me to be. Right on. So that's that's my declaration. <laughs> Dad? Well, right now I'm being taken back to a dream that Reinhard Bonnke had mm. where, you know, part of it had to do with Germany and, you know, the revival that was going to happen in Germany. But the other part of the dream was that God was commissioning Reinhardt to pass the mantle to a generation that's rising up Mm. that will be led by the Spirit of God and walk by the Spirit of God. Now, here's here's a part of the, um, the reset that you're talking about, Nicole, that needs to happen 
in people's lives in order for that to happen because the first place that we are led, which many people forget, and I, I, I'm one of them many times, is, is the first place that we're led is in the Word of God. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that you read the Word, you find out what it says, and then you walk according to the Word. Mm-hmm. You know, what, I mean, I, you know, I, re- I read the Bible personally and I look for things that I can do. You know, that's, that's part good. of the reason that we tithe, yeah. Nicole and I. You know, mm-hmm. we tithe because we found it in the Word of God. We didn't only find it in the Old Testament. We found it long before the covenant. We found it long after the covenant. We found it in the New Testament, you right. know. And so, right. so, you know, we've been faithful in that area. Mm-hmm. As a result, we've experienced just amazing things. Right. Yeah. Um, but financially, but, I mean, my point is... Is is this is you know I was listening to Todd White just not too long ago and he he asked this simple question and it was it was a great question he said how many of you in the audience tonight intentionally spend intimate time with God in the Bible in the Word on a daily basis he said come on be honest raise your hands. Ooh-hoo. And so, you know, the people people that do it daily raise their hands. And then he said, now, how many of you, it's difficult for you? He said, just be honest. And all all these hands went up, and it was the most of the crowd. Mm -hmm. And he he said, you're not alone. He said, everywhere I go, this is the bulk of Christians. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge because if you don't spend time in the Word, how are you going to be led by the Spirit of God? Mm-hmm. Well, some people say, well, I, I'm led by the Spirit of God because, you know, He speaks to me through this and through this and, and through that person and through prophecy. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody, somebody prophesied over me that I'm going to be a preacher. Well, congratulations. All of us are supposed to be. Preachers, maybe not necessarily from behind a pulpit, and I'm, I don't mean to negate, negate, you know, a prophetic word. No, yeah. Okay. I mean, to me, I want to know who said it, and I want to know what their track record is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know, exactly. you know, hey, how, yeah. how, how's their track record? Yeah. But the very first place that we should be hearing from God is in His Word, so and everything else that we hear yeah. in addition to, then you have. A, a a a foundation mm. a basis right. to you know to hear that word and determine whether or not okay god is that of you it right. seems right well there's a way that seems right to a man but but it's not always right god yeah exactly just because it's good doesn't mean it was god we were doing a lot of good things in louisville kentucky but it wasn't until we got on god's page <clears throat> that we really began to experience Whoa! I mean, God just hit the gas, and we've been uh, in a whirlwind mm-hmm. for years now. Um, thank God, and He's saved us <laughs> from right. from walking. But I, I mean, I just personally, I feel like this time that the people that are taking advantage of this time mm-hmm. that you have to press in to God, and I don't mean to take the majority of the time here. Sorry, guys. It's so good, though. But the people that are pressing in, that are taking the time to seek Him, 
to reset their thinking, renew their mind to what the Word of God says, Mm -hmm. and not what your experience is, not what other people tell you, not what your relatives are trying to convince you of, not what anybody else says, but you're taking the Word of God and you're hearing it for yourself. You're, You're believing it because you've heard it Mm -hmm. from the Word of God. I believe the people that are taking the time to press into the Word and to press into God's presence and to spend time in prayer are going to come out of this thing in in a a life revival. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel that God personally wants to do a life revival in people that's not necessarily a location. Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be brownsville doesn't have to be you know toronto how about you know how about how about in my heart yeah sorry i gave her a dress come on over i didn't get the zip what (laughs) yeah they don't know the zip code they have no idea where we're at can you they just know that they just know that we're in springdale yeah just cut that out okay so so here's beep it i'll beep it you're gonna have to cut it out but look what time it is Fifteen. I'll, I'll I'll beep it. <laughs> so, so so my point is is that God wants to do a revival, yeah, in here, yeah, on the inside of yeah. our spirit, man, and and I believe that the the people that are pressing in yeah. in the Word and in prayer yeah. are you better have your seatbelt on when this thing is mm. over, right? Ooh, that's good. You really better because. It's, I mean, it's going to be like that ride that you got on. What's that ride that we rode in Silver Dollar City that, I mean, it shoots you out. It's, you're going 60 miles an hour powder keg, yeah. right powder out keg. of the gate. Bring it. Powder keg. And, and it's so like fun. you can't get your, you can't catch your breath mm-hmm. until about 30 seconds into the ride or something. I mean, you got to wait until your, your body catches up with the ride, you know. And I, and I feel like that's how it's been. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the flight attendant's like, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be leaving Topeka here in a quick second. Oh, He's my like, stop corrected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what man. is that from? That's a Key and Pill sketch Kill. where he's on the plane. Oh. <laughs> he's like, Economy Plus? We're not in Kansas anymore. Economy Plus? Oh. We'll be leaving Topeka in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so what about and you? he's flying out of Topeka. Yeah, that's, oh, wow. yeah okay. Wow. That's for you, Chris. Chris Basically, what's it going to look like? What 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 has God been giving you glimpses of? And if He's given you absolutely nothing, that's fine. We can just move on. Um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, if God, like, what what has God kind of (laughs) been burning on the inside of you to not go back to what was when we come out of this thing? Like when we step into it, like my, I, I, I prayed a prayer last week and dad and I sat down and we were like, had an amazing conversation. But like last week, uh, it was actually so last week, uh, we was just praying like, Holy spirit, we know you're going a different route. We know you're going a different route. Help us to take the exit that you take basically. Mm, yeah. Like help us not to keep on the highway and mm-hmm. keep going the route when you get off and take the exit, like help us to yeah. take, like for lack of a better term, yeah, the, help inter- us, the interchange, help us to go where, <clears throat> where you're headed. So mm-hmm. basically like, what do you see God doing and how the church, how the church is changing? Right. And well, I get really excited about it um, because I love change, but I kind of want to go and grab my notebook from tonight. Cause I feel like, 
there was something in there for go it. grab it go 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 grab it on her way go grab it yeah it's in my nightstand she'll she'll get it it's the orange green one okay um but recently i read through what was it james yeah i think it was james and i loved just being able to take that time to personally go chapter by chapter and study it Mm. um and then since what i'm in romans five romans um, I'm going through Romans now, chapter by chapter, without even reading the footnotes, which is kind of hard for me because <laughs> I like, you know, reading the footnotes too because it shows you historically kind of where they were at and stuff. How much is a cubit? How um, much is a cubit? Yeah. It's right there, but I'm not reading it. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> but uh, at the beginning of Romans, I did read all the introduction. Wow, and nice journal. I love how it talked about um, just read it once all the way through first before you read the footnotes like just read it for the way it was written for what paul meant it to be written and i'm reading it in the passion translation and every i get excited so i was about to say every stinking chapter (laughs) but i mean every amazing chapter which is what i meant when i say stinking Uh, amazing chapter (laughs) um, i'm getting so much from something simple as simple as romans 2 verse 2b It literally just says, God is always right, period, because he has all the facts, period. And that's it. And I I was like, oh, my word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And thinking about like the prayer points from tonight during SOAK. Well, we don't normally have prayer points, but with all that our nation is going through right now, um, Mom, I love that you brought out some different prayer points and because I read some things on those papers I didn't even know right. were going on behind the scenes. Or well, just just FYI, you, people can can log on. They can go to Presidential Prayer Team and get prayer points. They can also go on to Unite Seven Fourteen. That's something that was just recently developed through the Ark Organization of Churches, <clears throat> and they have a weekly prayer prayer points but mm-hmm. the presidential prayer team um is is a great resource for prayer prompts um you know to to things that i don't know about but man when i go on there they've already done the research yeah and so i can join with them and and pray and then of course holy spirit always takes me to a greater degree on those topics and but it's just a great if you want to pray with knowledge yeah then um i highly recommend the presidential prayer team resource yeah definitely but what i loved about that was it showed um some hidden agenda things that are going on or Mm -hmm. people that are pretty biased in politics and that just makes me very sad because literally americans are dying from this Mm -hmm. and there's some politicians that aren't focused on that like they would rather do a investigation on how trump is handling coronavirus and stuff like that and i was like are you kidding me right now um but in romans also in romans 2 it says oh just kidding romans 3 um verse 3 it says it's just talking about god's righteousness which i can't say just it's amazing but it says does their unbelief weaken god's faithfulness absolutely not god will always be proven faithful and true to his word while people are proven to be liars um, and he just talked about in there how there are people that, um, you know, 
their, what am I trying to say? Their default reaction is um, one of ego and one of clout and one of their own agenda. Mm -hmm. When God has an amazing plan and agenda and he's not phased by that. And so it's like, I'm not going to be bothered by that because he's not bothered by it. But I am going to pray his trueness from that. Mm -hmm. Um, And thinking about this time, because I've taken a lot of naps recently, like in the last three, four weeks. Like any moment I've been able to take a nap, I've been like... Peace out. Like people, <laughs> like if you knock at my door, you'll find me sleeping. And it kind of hit me today as I was outwardly processing that I was like, I have taken so many naps. And I think that's because, you know, we're in this time of like this different situation or mm, circumstance schedules are, different. schedules are different. I'm not planning for certain services. I'm not planning for any events or seeing people. I don't have a trip to look forward to. There's nothing really in go motion. And me, I love having things to look forward to. Even as simple as getting my nails done. I will be like, yes, tomorrow. Mm. Mom and I will be like, tomorrow now we're getting our nails done. And it's not even that big a deal. And we know it's not that big a deal. But we make it a big deal. Because mm. life is fun, right? Yes, yes. And then if I'm getting we're my starting, hair done. We're starting to look like we're a part of a cult. We can't <laughs> We can't get things tucked or, or oh cut or, or, or painted. Or <laughs> oh, my word. We're all but wearing just, white. Um, it's been a bit hard. It's been a bit hard for me to stay motivated, not having anything to look forward to besides Mm. tomorrow and then have hope. And then, and then the next question is what day is tomorrow? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, we have another one like today, tomorrow, you know? And it's to die again? Again? <laughs> it came up again? Oh. <laughs> Peter Rabbit, the rooster, the rooster is so, is so funny. funny. Last night I closed my eyes and what do I find? It's another day? <laughs> it's another day? I thought yesterday was the last one. I love it. That's literally the way I, I, I should died. be living. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's been harder for me to, to have motivation mm-hmm. to still go for <clears> things <throat> that are in my dreams or in my calling and stuff. And um, a friend of mine actually said this today, and I was like, whoa. Um, But they said, I'm thinking that the measure of self-motivation can only be expected so high when the things that excite us and we get motivated about aren't available. We like the things we like and work at them for a reason. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) 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 Like, that's literally um, what I needed to hear because it's like, how important are those dreams and callings on my life if in this mundane time I'm not personally motivated to work on them? Right. Because I'm enjoying this off time. Pause. Pause time. Yes. And so um, I've had to personally, you know, start studying a specific, you know, book in the Bible and make actual practical steps that I'm able to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing now and do it and get involved. Because it is, it is harder for me not having a, just busyness. I'm comfortable in, I feel like I'm getting a lot done if we're really busy, which Mm -hmm. is not always getting a lot done. Exactly. Right. It's just, it's just, you're just just busy. busy. Yeah. This is bringing out this uncomfortability. Yeah. Of it's almost like bringing off that shield of wait you were just busy. Remember where was the where was the actual there was no dirt subs- work? there was no substance. Remember mm-hmm. remember when we went to the Dominican Republic and we spent all that time there mm-hmm. and we learned 
you know, we saw a different culture, a culture of island culture of you know it was rather paused (laughs) there's a lot of pause going Mm -hmm. on in the dominican Mm -hmm. you know and and they're very laid back and they're very yeah well you know we're we'll get it done and when it gets done you know the majority because it's an island not not everybody but i remember when greg you know the guy i got to work with on he translated Mm -hmm. translating all of our stuff when he came to the united states and he and the translator and us, we went. We took him to Chick Fil A because we wanted to show him, you know, some restaurants. Ooh. Yeah. And so he, he was eating, and he was, oh, this is very good, you know. And and he he said one thing I'm noticing about Americans. He said everybody is really busy. Everybody is on their way somewhere or on their way to do something. <clears throat> and I and yeah. I and I listened to him and I thought, yeah, I mean, compared to your culture, yeah, we are, you know, we're mm-hmm. we're a busy culture. But but I, you know, in my mind, I started thinking, wait a minute, you look at most of these people, they're in a hurry to not get actually to somewhere. We're we're just we yeah. have a hurry to of get nowhere culture, mm-hmm. you know that we we don't we want to be first in line, we want to be first to the grocery store, first home, first. If I'm know. not if I'm not doing something, <clears throat> I, I, I need to take my meds because then like I just start going crazy because I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything and blah blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> Rebecca said something so earlier, right. and you're, I had to write right. it I just down. Made me think of no, yeah, Greg. I really yeah. liked what Gregor. you said. You used the, the phrase <clears throat> default reaction. Mm-hmm. You know what is our default? reaction and that's where when your dad was talking about reset we need to reset our responses um we don't need to react we need to respond yeah and if we've always done it our default way Mm -hmm. um it's probably time for a change you know, and it needs to be, it needs to look like Jesus. Mm-hmm. It needs to smell like him. It needs to sound like him. It needs to taste like him. Yeah. Um, and if it doesn't, then we've got some work to do. Right. And that needs to be our default. Mm-hmm. Jesus needs to be our default in what we say, do, act, sound, speak, you know, all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> that was just really good, Becca, when you said, you know, my my default reaction was to, you know, do this, but that's one way that I want to be different. I want my, my responses right. to Me sound too. like Jesus. Yeah. I want my responses to smell like Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. to taste like him. Mm-hmm. And you may think, what well, taste, well, taste and see that mm-hmm. the Lord is good. It's yeah. the goodness of God. <clears throat> it's the, the aroma of his presence. Yeah. Um, it's the excitement. It mm-hmm. is that new day, that new fresh day. We just You're we right. just saw how many wonderful things on on um, the internet, and then also TV um, for Easter. Like like you were saying, we saw you know uh, sight and sound production. We saw Victory in Tulsa's production. We saw just different little things that were not little, yeah. <laughs> that were huge, but. It's like a fresh Easter, Easter in a whole. It's like that, that new life. Jesus is alive. Christ is risen. I mean, we saw all the different messages on, on our phones Mm -hmm. and we, we celebrated too. That's every day should be like that. Mm -hmm. Every day should be an Easter in our life because we are, we have been resurrected with Christ. We are not that dead mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. that was before the, the baptism waters. I loved that, that sequence that we saw 
about grace and coming up out of the water and I'm no mm-hmm. longer rejected, but I'm now accepted. I'm no longer bound. I'm now free. Yes. Whatever you were, yeah, that was so good. whatever your default was, <clears throat> reset that and right. become who God sees and says that you are mm. yeah. in this time. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And con- and solidify it. Mm. Yeah. Concrete it in your mind and in your heart. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll share what I thought. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what was the question? <laughs> oh, I remember the question. Um, I, I mean, like, God's just been throwing a lot of stuff just at me in the sense of just, um, I mean, Dad, you kind of nailed it on the head with, like, knowing the word um, and actually spending time with him. And just from what I was getting from prayer tonight was just that um, there's coming out of this, there's going to be believers that are no, that, uh, they're they're no longer going to know God. Um, man, how do I word this? Um, basically, yeah, it's going to be a lot less common to see people who experience God outside of His Word, and that's where I mm-hmm. feel like um, the church had managed to kind of work itself before. Was, um. They knew God because pastor told them of stories and experiences that mm. proved there was a God. Yeah. And that was the level of knowledge that a certain love that wow. a, a certain amount of people had. Yeah. Wow. Um, taking <coughs> taking other people's experiences and making it yours. Exactly. Um, wow. And 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 there was no and that's not sustainable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and, and that's another reason why I feel like just this time in particular is so precious to him. Because it'll never be real to you because it was somebody else's. Right. Wow. Right. And that's why so I feel good. like this time here is so precious. Yeah. Just to Holy Spirit and, mm-hmm. and to God. Um, because, <clears throat> yeah, he's like, this is that time where, like, I'm, I'm ready to, to reveal myself to people mm-hmm. but I want people to seek me and not just seek what they've heard about yeah um and like cause I was reading in John 6 yeah, and I was like just, I was gonna say I was just like telling you guys this way to segue <laughs> I was just telling I mean just during lunch I was like my mind was just getting blown I was like oh my goodness God um and I was just like reading one chapter and I was like just telling mom like and then this Oh, you know, and then I just sit there for a second and be like, and then if you look at this and do it this way and yeah. And so, and it was basically after Jesus, um, multiplies food in John chapter six, uh, you know, he, he multiplies and then they had 12 baskets left over. Uh, and then it said that, um, uh, the crowd started saying, you know, he really is the one, the true prophet we've been expecting. Um, but then in verse 15 of chapter 6 in John, it says, So Jesus, knowing that they were about to take him and make him their king by force, mm-hmm. quickly left and went up the mountainside alone. Um, and then it just goes on and on and on. Eventually, uh, he and his disciples, well, it gets late. His disciples hop in the boat because they're like, well, Jesus said he wanted to go to Capernaum. So they hop in the boat. 
and they actually leave Jesus, <laughs> which I think is funny because they're like, Jesus said he wanted to go to Capernaum, but we can't find him anywhere, so he'll catch up, <laughs> you know, and like they let's, just hop in the boat. Let's go to Capernaum. Right yeah, and they start. Still hadn't returned, so the disciples got into a boat and headed across. Like literally, I mean, it's like, you, you savages. And so they like get in the boat and, and they just start rowing four, three to four miles into the Sea of Galilee, which is seven miles long. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus shows up and, you know, they see him walking on water. And then I love, I love, love, love what it says in verse 21. Uh, you know, Jesus walks up to the, to the boat. And in the previous verse, um, Jesus called out to them and said, don't be afraid. You know who I am. And then verse 21, it says, they were relieved to take him in. And at the moment Jesus stepped into the boat, they were instantly transported to the other side. <laughs> so like, Jesus sure. stepped into the boat and it's like, bam, they're in Capernaum. And they were only halfway across wow. a seven mile. And like, that's just like mind blowing. But then Jesus starts going, okay, so they get to Capernaum and then, uh, the people that Jesus had multiplied the, the five loaves and two fish with, now they wake up because it's the next day and they look around and they don't see Jesus. They don't see his disciples, but they notice a boat's missing. And so they managed to track, like there's smart people, you know, like they, they managed to track him to Capernaum. They found him, they find him in Capernaum. And they said that when they finally found him, they asked him, teacher, how did you get here? And Jesus replied to them and said, let me make this very clear. This is in the Passion Translation. He said, you came looking for me because I fed you by a miracle, not because you believe in me. Uh, so they followed him to Capernaum. It's and amazing what people will do yeah. for the miracles to get something for themselves <laughs> right. versus just spending time with Jesus hmm. and not expecting anything. Right. Yeah. And what I got from that was we've lived in a time where the body of Christ, not in its entirety, the body of Christ is beautiful. And before this moment in time, the body of Christ has been accomplishing a lot, has been doing so much, and there's been such beauty amongst the bride. But there's also been um, other things that have, in terms, kind of counteracted the beauty. Um, it's been like, I mean, not to not to bash on anybody that's gone through this, but like take the most beautiful person you could ever imagine and they have a zit on their face. It's like she's beautiful and she's doing something right, but there's something that's causing her to blemish. And it's not her on the outside, but it's what she's putting on the inside, what she eats, because zits and, and blemishes and things like that are a result of what we put inside, inside mm -hmm. of our bodies. Yeah. And a lot of times. So looking at the bride, it was like the bride was becoming more and more beautiful, but there was a certain level though of there was like this one blemish. I don't know. I'm just getting that 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 imagery in my head. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because there was a certain level of believers that were chasing after the miracle working God. Mm -hmm. And that's good, but the miracle working God is just a byproduct of Father God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, because you had disciples, and, and, and I, for, I forget where it's at in John, but it's, 
Jesus Brothers comes up to him, and it's during the yeah, it's the um, the the feast, the feast of the tabernacle. Yeah, it's during the the feast of the tabernacle. Seven I, I, verse ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, basically. Um, and it, uh, his brothers, his brothers come up to him. Yeah, in verse three of chapter seven of John. And his brothers come up to Jesus and say, why don't you leave the countryside villages and go to Judea where the crowds are so that your followers can see your miracles? No one can see what you're doing here in the backwoods of Galilee. How do you expect to be as successful and famous oh in all you do or, or if, you, if, if you do all these things in secret? Now is your time. Go to Jerusalem, come out of hiding and show the world who you are. His brothers were punishing him even though they didn't yet believe in him as the savior. And then Jesus goes on to respond and say, my time of being unveiled hasn't yet come, but any time is a suitable opportunity for you to gain man's approval. The world can hate you, but it does, or the world can't hate you, but it does me. For I am exposing their evil deeds. You can go ahead and celebrate the feast without me. My appointed time has not yet come. So all that to narrow it down to, his brothers come to him and they're asking him to show miracles because they want, they're like, if you want people to follow you, you got to do miracles. Mm. And Jesus is like, you're missing the point. Mm -hmm. God's, Jesus is saying, I need people who are following me because they want to know me. They want to know my father. And it's, the miracles are a byproduct of his character. Mm -hmm. And so the church, and God said this to me so clearly during prayer, is that God is moving the church away from being a feeling church to a knowing church. That's good. Yay. That the church, when you feel, you have to tangibly feel God to know he's there. Yeah. But when you know, you wake up every day and you know. You don't have to feel him. Right. Mm -hmm. That's where you have a guy like, um, what was it, John? Yeah. That's where you have a guy like John who's poisoned and lives and continues to preach the gospel. Why would you continue to preach the gospel after, you know, persecution that intense? Because you know Mm-hmm. who he is mm-hmm. and so i'm just like, so i'm just uh, and i don't want to keep going um because i know i just yeah so good. but i'm just super super excited because the bride is being purified and refined oh, for sure. and coming out of this mm-hmm. we're all going to have a greater knowledge of him as the father because we hunger for him as the father and when we do that that's when we'll see the holy spirit come in power mm-hmm because we'll be true in our identity and he's not going to want to hesitate to move because up to this point i feel like there has been a certain level of hesitation on his part because he knows our hearts better than we do and he knows that if we value the miracles over the presence then we're going to lose who we are Mm -hmm. and so now it's like oh you're knowing who you are so now I'm going to have like good. a freedom that he didn't have before. Yeah. The Acts chapter two freedom. Yes. He's just going to come in and yeah. dance and do what yeah. he does. And none of us are going to lose who we are because we know what he does and we yeah. know who he is. Yes. Yeah. So man. Yeah. I'm just Ooh. mind good. blown over that. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Bring it. Uh, wow. <laughs> Thank you, God. Man. Thank you, God. Awesome. Yeah. Well, wow. I think that's long enough. Church, rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Yeah. Come out of that grave. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not talking about miracles right now. I'm just like <laughs> You got to rest. Just like church, wake up. Be careful with that. Yeah. The church is people. Get up. Get up. Yes. Awesome. Alrighty. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the conversation. For more episodes, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search the conversation. Thanks again for listening.